is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey, it's Josh. Just a slight disclaimer here. Um, this following episode that you're about to hear, I personally messed up the recording settings on a little bit, so it's a little flatter, maybe a little quieter than usual, but um, I think I got it back to a listenable place. So I apologize for that in advance. I hope you enjoy the episode. I think it was a fun one. Thanks. The Meat Improv! Welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson, and... Me, Jake Jabor. The Meat Improv is, of course, the only podcast where we bring on improvisers and comedians to tell meaty, meaty stories, talk about meaty topics, and then we do improv based off those uh, based off those stories. That's it. That's the whole thing. That's the whole spiel. Yeah. Uh, how's, how's, how's your guys' weekend? <laughs> <laughs> should we tell, say who we have? Yeah, let's... Oh, yeah, we should do that. Uh... I'm a little out of it, as you'll find out in a second. Uh, our guests this week are Beth Lepley. Hello. And Johnny Schwartzbein. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, great. Both improvisers at the UCB. Uh, Harold Teams, um, Zuzu and Eight Babies, respectively. Um, and you know, teammates. What's that? On Copycat. Oh, yeah, copycat. Oh, yes, copycat. You're the last two copycatters to be in here. Oh. I don't know if that's good news for you. I don't know why I said that. Save the best for life. Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. Uh, so, yeah, what's, uh, what's, what's happening? What happened? How's your weekend? I had a weird weekend. But go, go oh, ahead. go ahead. I want you to... No, no, no. Mine was fine. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> How's your weekend? Mine was weird. <laughs> Uh, I went to FYF Festival. Uh-huh. I feel like I've talked about music festivals qu- quite a bit on this mm-hmm. uh, podcast because I go to a lot yeah. of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, I got I got inebriated at this festival. Mm. Not not problematically so, but uh, a little bit. Uh, I decided I was having a great time. I was watching LCD Sound System, and I was the only one that didn't take the train because there's no train to Echo Park. Uh, so I'd have to Uber anyways, basically, from a train station. Anyway, so I, I left early to go catch an Uber because I knew that was going to be a nightmare. And then when I went out, my phone died, even though it was at 19%. <laughs> it's like sometimes my phone does that. Has that ever happened to anybody else? It went from 19 to dead? Yeah, it just died. Wow. No, not to me. That's happened to my computer, too. They're, it's a little older. But I panic was, about that. So. Yeah. Do you think that was part of the inebriation, though? Is that... <laughs> You checked, it was 19, and then, like, an hour later? Maybe. <laughs> Actually, my, my phone never dies, because uh, this year I... Well, stupid, but uh, I, I wanted to make a New Year's resolution that I knew I could keep uh-huh. uh, that would benefit my life in, like, a small, positive way. So my New Year's resolution was to never let my phone <laughs> die. <laughs> so far, so it's good. very brave. I, I bought a small external charger, and it's it saved it more times than not, and, uh, yeah. That's great. I like those little, like, <laughs> the, like the case ones, or no? Uh, no, no, it's like a, a little, like, um, uh, I forgot the brand, but it's like a little gray box that you just plug yeah. in and charge yeah. it. Now gotcha. you don't have any excuses, though. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, live your life with no excuses. Always on there. call. <laughs> Always on call. Well, <laughs> I wish yeah, I would have had that box. Because I, <laughs> I had left all my friends, uh, and they're in the busiest part of the whole festival. I was, like, already exiting, didn't have a phone that worked. I was thinking, like, I could get on a train and get closer to my house, but that would be, again, I would have to find a ride 
from there, and I have no way to tell anybody where I'm at. Uh, so the best option in my mind was to stand at the exit of, of uh, Fuck Yeah Fest and go, anyone going to Echo Park? <laughs> anyone going to Echo Park? Anyone? And uh, a specific hitchhiker. I did it for like one minute, and I found somebody. Really? Yeah. It was like, uh, they're from San Francisco. And... Uh, they were staying in a place sort of by Echo Park, not really. Yeah. Uh, so they it was they dropped got dropped off and then paid for my ride to the end. But oh. I got I got their email and PayPal'd them. Oh, that is so nice. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it worked out. Ooh, a little adventure. Can I <laughs> ask? Were you making eye contact with people when you were asking, or were you just like shouting into the void? Like, what was your approach? <laughs> the approach? Uh, it was pretty sheepish but direct. <laughs> Okay. You know, it was uh, classic. <laughs> classic uh, <laughs> Sheepish but direct. <laughs> kind of. I was like standing by the corner just being like, need a ride to Echo Park? Phone died. Need a ride to Echo Park? Anyone going to Echo Park? I'll pay you. <laughs> like I, pr- I think, I think I, if I was in a Lyft or an Uber, I would totally let you come with me. You look like a nice person and yeah. you act like pretty direct. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's Thank a, you. Yeah. Hey, nice. No, that's how people end up at the bottom of a lake. <laughs> like that person looked nice. <laughs> yeah, I'll let him into my Uber. He looked me in the eyes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I look at you and be like, something's wrong with that guy. <laughs> Great. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna drive off. Uh, so let's start. Uh, let's get into the meat mm. part of the of the show. Uh, and Beth, I guess we'll start with you. Let's get meaty. Let's get meaty. What are we getting into here? Um, well, you know, as I kind of went over before, I don't think I have a particularly meaty existence. So the one thing that really sticks out to me as probably affected the way I think about the world is my parents' divorce, but particularly because it was a late-in-life divorce. It wasn't when I was young or forming as a human being. It was kind of like I'd already gone off and started living my life Mm -hmm. and it was uh the day I was moving from college to Los Angeles so it was already a a kind of big day I was set to meet my boyfriend's parents for the first time that night it was just like a lot of stuff going on a lot of life changes dropping out of college all good things (laughs) um do you mind leaning in just a little more yeah thank you so uh I was in the car I was 20 years old and they were being really quiet and I thought I would just make the joke, are you guys getting divorced? But I didn't think they were. I just was like, why are you guys acting so weird? And they both just like looked at each other and it was silent. And I was like, oh shit, they are. And then they proceeded to tell me that my dad said it in such a straightforward way. It was like, well, um, it all started back in 1993. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I was, I had an, a physical affair with this woman that worked at the Library of Congress. This is happening in the drive. Uh, that worked in the Library of Congress that lasted some time. Um, and then it ended, but a couple years later, her husband called your mother at work. And your mother found out while she was at work and then we went on that family vacation on the boat if you remember that (laughs) that boat trip we went and you kept asking mom what was wrong and I'm like putting together all these memories like oh my god it's like all this stuff was going on yeah I I remember that and then 
apparently they tried to patch things up, but, you know, my mom felt like she couldn't trust him and he felt like she was distant. And so he kept, like, meeting women um, online in, like, bridge chat rooms. Bridge? <laughs> like the game? Yeah, like, uh, <clears throat> just the, these little okay. chat rooms under while you're playing the game. You, like, meet people that way. Damn, and I did not know that was... A it's so cool, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm on Tinder like a jackass. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get on that bridge. <laughs> My uh, dad picked up a woman at a bridge group. Really? <laughs> what? So it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. So weird. I remember, like, that thing was always up. Like, on, there we had one family computer, and it was always, oh my like, God. up on a bridge thing. And I I guess I just thought my dad was, like, had a weird hobby. But he was really just trolling bridge. Trolling. <laughs> and so I guess the the straw that broke the camel's back, and he, we're, like, turning off the 101 at this point. We're Wait, like, where okay, are you so headed? this is late in the trip. This is, like, from Orange County to uh, Hollywood. Oh, okay. Is when I found all this out. And what's the destination? I'm sorry. Uh, Hollywood. Like, we were just driving to LA. So it was like an hour and a half car ride. And you just got back, or no? You were, sorry. I was leaving college. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I was driving okay. out of college. Okay. And, um, yeah. So, then I, the, I guess the straw that broke the camel's back was when my mom was coming out helping me look for apartments the month before, he'd accidentally sent an email to my mom that was meant for someone else. And she was just like, oh my no, this is over. And I was so kind of like weirded out that my parents were human beings that like did things like that. Like it, it was kind of the moment where I realized like these people are like, not just my parents, but they like do things like creep on girls and like they, you know, like they have yeah. relationships beyond Dads are just anything men. I could ever conceive. And it was like, yeah, you always just imagine your two parents, like yeah. they're the only people they know. Right. <laughs> they're the only people they talk to. And like now there's all this like layers that they stayed together for the kids. Cause originally with like the first affair, like they stayed together so that my brother and I would have a strong family unit. And then I'm like feeling guilty that they stayed together for me when, mm -hmm. you know, they could have been living their lives. So it was just a weird way to find out. And it didn't, like, put a wedge in between me and my father because I kind of refused to be one of those girls that is like, I have daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a daddy issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. Uh, I got to know, uh, do you know anything that was, like, in the email that was accidentally sent? Or Well, okay, so this I found out. My brother, <laughs> my brother found an email. I'm not sure if it's the same one. But he, like, his, like, 17-year-old self was like, Oh, I'm gonna handle this. And he printed out the email that what? he found up on a computer screen one time. Told my dad to meet him in the parking lot behind St. Mary's Church, like when he gets off work. And my brother and my dad, I guess, like had this standoff where my brother was like, You don't tell her, I'll tell her. Talking about my mom. And like what I just can't imagine like the humbling, weird moment you have with your son where he's like he has got the, the dirt on you. He has the upper hand. He has the upper hand. Yeah. So. Oh my god. Yeah, that's weird. How did that shake out? She did he? Um, they got divorced, and this was, I guess, this eight years ago now. So it's been some time. He just got remarried in the fall, um, to a really nice woman. But I feel like it always shakes up that way. And my mom is like, tried dating. She's an awesome, cool woman. She, but it's like just not happening for her. It's hard to meet men that are wanting to date. Women in their 60s, I guess. So Try a bridge chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it works the other way. Wouldn't it work the other way? Too? <laughs> yeah. But I guess I also found out, and this is kind of where I de delight in the fact that 
my parents are flawed human beings is because my grandfather on my dad's side, his dad, I guess, had a mistress the whole time he was growing up that I learned about recently and that the whole town apparently knew about. He was a farmer. He was in World War II, had this family, three kids and a wife on a farm, and I guess just had this mistress for years. And the wife knew, and everybody just didn't talk about it. And I just have to imagine that affected my dad yeah. in a major way. Like, sure. So yeah. that he can kind of justify, well, like, oh, I'm a family man, but I'm also doing these other things. Yeah. So. Hmm. Do you think that was, like, unsp- you probably don't, there's no way to know. Do you think that was, like, just an unspoken thing? Or do you think, I know some people have, like, agreements in their marriages. It definitely was not an agreement. Okay. Yeah. My mom definitely felt betrayed. That and I think well, I meant like the oh, with the grandparents, yeah. Um, I think it, I don't know the details, I think it was probably an unspoken agreement. Like, I think Mm. she was okay with it, huh? Or just lived with it, or or they just had to be okay with it, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But they were very like affectionate and sweet in their old age, so it blew my mind. Hmm, wow, (laughs) like very happy. Mm -hmm. So, who's the mistress? Like, right. like yeah, getting out, <laughs> like the farmer. I, I guess it's weird to me. Yeah, I feel like people who have mistresses are like, I don't know, socialites. And, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. It seems like a lot of work. It seems expensive. <laughs> it seems like a lot of work. It's not just like a fun <clears throat> weekend tryst. It's yeah. like, like I can't imagine like walking, like just walking around without it being like at the forefront of your mind of like this guilt. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I don't think I would ever do that. It's because it's like you have to deal with it on a daily basis in your head. Yeah. yeah. I can deal with that. You, you hear really that, Jackie? That. <laughs> he, yeah. he doesn't think he'll ever do that. Yeah. He <laughs> do you think, so if you hadn't made that, were they using that trip to tell you? Or if you hadn't have made that joke, would yeah. you have found out much later? I think they were waiting till the next day because they were helping me move into my apartment, get stuff settled. But that particular day was just kind of a really busy, kind of exciting day. They knew I was meeting my boyfriend's family that night. Like, it was a... I think they didn't want it to be that moment. Yeah. And I called them out, and the, the look that they gave each other was like, well, I guess we're doing this now, kind of thing. Oh, I think, my God. I think they would have told me before. And the, trip. the way you described it, it sounded like maybe your dad had rehearsed what he was going to say a I think bit. so. They're both lawyers. I'm sure they had their <laughs> so like, it's like when we opening tell statements her. to... Yeah. <laughs> well, if it starts with, <clears throat> well, back in 1993. Yeah. It was like once upon a time. It was, <laughs> it was so much detail in the word, the language was what really stuck out to me too, like a physical relationship. I'm like, well, you could have just said yeah. an affair. I, you know, I assumed it was physical. <laughs> Did you hear my shuffling index cards? Like, <laughs> like okay, yeah, well, start with this. Yeah, leave so. with this. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> what was the weirdest part? So, um, that's interesting. You're you're not the first of my friends to have like a divorce later. Yeah, that's very common. Yeah. Uh, so, and you have you have a brother? You said I have an older brother. And okay. I, I really recommend it. If your parents are going to get divorced, I do recommend the later Get an older brother? Because, oh, yeah. yeah. get an older brother. Um, because I have to imagine it's much harder. Uh, when you're a kid. Yeah. yeah. How did the meeting your boyfriend's parents go later that same night 
Um, I like were you all like in your head and just like weird or? I felt like this seems so embarrassing, but I felt like it was almost like a movie. Like I felt like I was being the strong female character. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm gonna hold it together, even though like I'm going through something, yeah. kind of thing. And I, I mean, I told him. And he was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I think he told his parents but didn't tell me so that they were, like, being really nice oh, to me. Oh, okay. Um, but it went fine. It was good. Yeah. Um, well, so since then, so it's been eight years. Yeah. Parents get along. How do you spend holidays? Yeah. Like, like is that, I imagine. That was the interesting part. It was, like, since I did live out here and there, we live home bases in Maryland, um, like, all the logistical stuff that's hard in divorce was handled for me like mm-hmm. by the time I got home it was like well this is the new rules we're playing by now yeah. um my dad moved to DC and they get along fine I mean it's a little awkward um but they're very they're cordial and yeah. they never fought around us or anything um the main thing kind of is just I've realized that it's probably affected the way I view marriage mm-hmm. not only that I think it's a great thing but I don't think it necessarily is forever and if it is forever I feel like you're putting in a lot of work mm. and compromise and if that's what you want it to be that's great but I'm just not surprised anymore when I hear that marriages don't work out I'm like oh that makes sense we yeah. grew apart or yeah and it's not it sounds pessimistic but it's just kind of like I think I've kind of come at peace with that's my view of marriage at the yeah. yeah we've talked to, yeah We've talked about similar things. You've talked about this before yeah. on the show. I feel like it's weird to imagine myself being married. Like the one thing that's weird about married is like I would love it. I would obviously love to like find yeah. find somebody and be like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when I imagine myself like ten years from now, twenty years from now, it's like who knows what'll be going on. Right. Like if we'll yeah. even be matched up or aligned. Like yeah. <clears throat> just in terms of what we're going for in life. Yeah. Like, yeah, I definitely believe in I could in still love. be grinding. Just, yeah, <laughs> the logistics of it is what's hard to wrap my head around these days. Hi, welcome to... Check out my new apartment. Pretty cool, right? Oh, yeah. Not bad. That's great. Uh, cool. I like yeah. it. Good nice job. Nice little spot. Lighting's cool. Uh, I know you're going to say... The lighting is cool. But it is, you might even say, meticulously planned. Uh um, but I promise you, I have made a choice. I am not OCD, so I'm not OCD, okay? So I am not OCD. I'm not obsessed with that, so that means I'm not OCD, okay? Great. Okay, I'm gonna, are you just claiming, claiming your truth here? I don't understand. I have made it a, a choice okay. to not obsess over, to be obsessive or compulsive, right? So sure. I am, I'm just announcing that. I am not OCD, therefore don't worry about it. Okay. So, cool. I don't. And we'll put that drink on the coaster. Thank you. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> this is great. What's the rent here? Ah, uh, the rent's two thousand. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah. But you know, it's two thousand. But they say you should your rent should be a quarter of your budget, and since I just got that raise, uh, it's actually oh, oh, yeah, only a fifth of my budget. Say. So I have enough money to live and to uh, enjoy my uh, concerts and to enjoy food and to feed my, my can I cat. 
excellent movie collection. Can I borrow this? No, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Jesus. Sorry? Sorry? Okay. Whoa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just... Do you like the Patriot that much? It's just... I have I have these in order. Okay. The Gibsons. Then I you have the Gibson Glovers. And then I have the Glovers. Wow. Well, what if two actors are in the same movie, but they're talking different names? Don't. Then I don't buy the DVD. Okay. Sorry. I was going to start. Look, it's obvious you're not over your OCD yet. I'm very you can't over just it. I'm not something and have it go away. I feel like that's the. You ever read The Secret? No. Me neither, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. You envision your life and then you just live it. Yeah, I think it's a really positive step to just, you know, it, it seems like a mental hurdle that you need to cross. I'm just wondering why you've turned the light switch on and off 26 times each time you make a point. What? Oh, that's connected. I'm so not OCD that I'm not afraid to do that. It's oh. that because if I worry about uh, not doing it in even a number of times in multiples of four, that my dad's going to get run over by a truck. But that's not that's not it. It's because I'm just showing off basically how not OCD I am. Look, so I'm I'm I think you're still obsessing about how much OCD you have. Oh, he slapped okay. two of us. I am not violent, okay? I, I you don't, just I don't, me in the I face. don't act out. I've said it. I made the choice. 2016 is the year I don't have violent outbursts. So of your three guests, issue. you hit two of them. Okay, well, that's still one left. We're but, still friends. Well, I understand choosing what you want in your life and manifesting it. Like, I choose... <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you slap her? She's the only one agreeing with you. <laughs> it was weird that there was only one left. <laughs> well, now it's not a multiple of four because you hit three of us. Ow. Hit yourself. Ow. Okay, Jesus Christ, Ricky. Please go on with your story. No, I was just going to say that I, I get it. I choose to love Jerry every day, but it doesn't make it necessarily true, and I think you have to come to grips with that. Whoa. Excuse me? I I choose to love you, honey. I, I, <laughs> Ow! Why'd you hit me? I didn't want to hit her, and I didn't want to give him the satisfaction. I didn't Son want to of hit a myself. bitch. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Four. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you love me, son of a no. bitch. Get the fuck away! <laughs> How can you like the Patriot more than everything else? That's the first Mel Gibson movie you go through. That's at least seven down the list. Yeah, a tax on us. I love that movie. You oh, love the Patriot. I love the Patriot. Get the nice fuck out of here! You love the Patriot. No. One gut punch. And it's like, great. Four and four. Everyone, stop it now, okay? Oh, I peed a little on your rug. <laughs> what? Oh, fuck it. Did, uh, did you not get over the pissing yourself in public thing? I don't piss myself in public. <laughs> you can't just say you don't piss yourself in public. You don't piss it. yourself in public. Yeah. Uh, dang it! Dang it! Dang it! These it's are... just on the corner of the rug. <laughs> no. You don't love me anymore. We're all clearly working on ourselves, and I'm working on wanting to be next to you. Every night. This explains why that window on the family computer is always open to a bridge club. A bridge club? What's yeah. your handle? What's your... Ow! Uh, ow! Ow! ow. <laughs> Wait. Ow. My handle is bridgeygirl677. Seven. Seven. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Get the Dude. fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm Dandy Dale 299 Dandy Dale! Those are your handles? Those are awful handles. You've seen me naked. I've sent you photos. What? <laughs> I, yeah, I knew it was you. <laughs> oh, my God. 
You son of a bitch! <laughs> what? I uh, I don't cheat on my friends. With, I don't... Stop pissing yourself! <laughs> God dang it. I just got a whole roll of paper towels. <sighs> You said you weren't going to be a perv anymore. You said this is the year. This is the year I'm not going to be a pervert. You know what? <laughs> Lorelai, I want a divorce. Bridget girl, fucking 69 or whatever. You said you were going to try to make this work. You said 2016 was the year we make our marriage. I am work. trying to make it work. Because I said I'm trying to make it work. That means I'm trying to make it work, right? Right. And I, and I love you. I choose to love you. Fuck your face. What? Fuck your lying face. Ow! Come on. Uh, <laughs> I gotta make it even. Next oh. person that slaps someone, just slap them three more times. My arm is tingling. Uh, <laughs> what? My arm is tingling. Oh, the slap. you're dehydrated uh, of all the peas. Don't. You said you weren't going to have any more heart attacks. I, uh, uh, you're not. Well, you said you weren't going to have any heart attacks. I don't. I'm having a heart attack. So, quit knocking my hand away. No, no, you're not having heart attacks. You Say it. I'm not having a you heart attack. You are not having a heart attack. I'm not having a heart attack. You are not having a heart attack. Oh, my God. He's got so much pee in him. He's turning blue. Not a pervert having a heart attack. Oh, to a doctor's office. <laughs> hey, Doc, uh, before you uh, give me those test results, what's with the serious face, huh? <laughs> what, I got a brain tumor or something? <laughs> it's a little, start off with a little joke. <laughs> Lighten the mood, you know. <laughs> uh, it appears that Two years ago, a small tumor developed in your brain. Oh. So that's why that's why you've been that's why you've been weird the last last couple times we've had a check on Yeah. I should have told you it when I found it immediately. But I was waiting for the right time. Yeah, I was. This was not going to be it, but you. You're very astute. Hey, Doc. <clears throat> I have the lab results. Okay. Did you tell him yet? Yeah, he sort of. Oh, I'm so sorry. Nurse. Yes. Did Did you know about this? No, we didn't. This is really hard. We didn't exactly know how to bring this up to you. Well, before I came in, what was the, you were chit chatting with me in the waiting room like it was. Well, like it was just a, a normal check. Well, things don't have to change. Yeah. I mean, we're still your doctor and your nurse. But... No, every, everything has to change. No, not necessarily. Uh, you know, you'll still come. Uh, you'll, su- you'll still see me on a regular basis. Right. And I'll go do home checkups when things get really bad. Things get really bad? I'm sorry. It's, it's not easy for us. I want you to know it's not easy for us. Not easy for you. I'm the one with the brain tumor. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not fair. <laughs> Daniel, other people have brain tumors, okay? You know, yeah, the and first they go on to have a brain tumor. Yeah. You cut to this patient's house. <clears throat> Sweetheart, what's the long face about? You find out you're dying or something? 
<laughs> Pass the milk. Here you go. Glad we keep the carton at the table. <laughs> Dad? Sweetheart? I appreciate the, uh, the very, very funny joke to lighten the mood, but it appears that for the last at least few months that I know of, could you, before I say anything, could you, would you mind passing the milk? <laughs> no problem, sweetheart. Take a big old glass of whole milk. Wait, wait for the punchline, kids. That's good. It appears that, at least for the last few months that I know of, I have had an inoperable brain tumor. <laughs> oh, no, came out of their noses, both moms and Denise's. Now, I've been assured by the doctor and the nurse what? that everything will be close to, it'll be the same. It'll be close to what it was before. Okay? But you'll, you said inoperable? Yes, it is, it is inoperable. Does that mean we're only going to have one parent at Christmas time to get us toys? No, this Christmas you'll have two parents. And then the next one, hopefully, you will also have two parents. And then for however long, however long, you know, Daddy's here, he'll be at Christmas, okay? So is Mommy going to meet someone new? <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me. Ma'am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Need help carrying all those toys to your car? Was your husband dead or something? Miss? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 An open container of milk in this Toys R Us? I'm drinking milk. <laughs> I'm drinking milk. Okay. I've had a rough... Yes, my husband... My husband passed. Your husband... I'm and I have to do Christmas for my two kids... All by myself. We cut to the neighborhood bar. <laughs> hey, Rodney, what's with a weird face? You accidentally call a woman out for having a dead husband or something? <laughs> yeah, Rodney. <laughs> Pass me that milk on the road. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I was fired today. Uh, apparently my humor, my dead spouse humor, isn't Toys R Us material. Oh, my God. Sorry to hear about that. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, I know a line in the mood. Give us some of your dead spouse material. What's that knock-knock joke you always say? Knock-knock. Uh, Who's there? Hey, 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 Skippy, get a load of this one. Okay, uh, I'm a listening. Okay. Knock-knock, who's there? Not me. Not me who? Not me, your wife's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love you, Roddy. You always have the oh, best, jokes, yeah, best jokes. Best jokes. Best jokes. We see the bartender. Fold up his towel, <laughs> place it on the side by the cash register. He takes off his apron and just walks out the front door. <laughs> hey, hey, Skippy, where where are you going? Are you? You don't think it's you don't think his wife died, do you? Oh man, not yeah. again! Wait, he had a first. He had a wife before Dolores. I can't keep track of everyone's spouses and if they're alive or not. It's. Just we cut to the bartender's jokes. house. <laughs> hey! Yes. Some of the guys were telling jokes down at the bar about a dying wife. What? Did you know anything about that, sweetie? 
What? I don't know. Are you going behind my back and dying? No, I'm not. What? What a question. What kind of question is that? What? I'm not drinking all these vitamins. (laughs) (laughs) Those are my vitamins. What do you have them around the house for? Are you sick? What? I am just... I take a daily supplement. (laughs) Whole milk. We see an at-home dialysis machine behind a curtain in the corner of the room and the legs with the wheels are sticking out underneath the curtains. That better be a gentleman you're fucking behind that curtain. (laughs) Uh, We we cut to a a dark church parking lot at midnight. (laughs) Hello, Father. Hey, what's up, sport? What the heck is going on here? I told you to meet me here because I have some information that I think it would be prudent that you know that I have it. All right, what is it? You are out past your bedtime, by the way. You're past your bedtime. <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. Hush! Let me show you what I have. Here it is. Just hit your head on hand on the car. Here it is. A list, a particular list, perhaps toys you're planning to buy me and my sister for Christmas? What is, hey, bud, you want, did you, we got your Christmas list, we were looking at it, give give me that. No, this was for Santa, this was a list for Santa, and if you don't tell Beth, my little sister, that you're Santa Claus, I'm going to tell her myself. <sighs> but we got to go back to sleep, all right? You should know this. You're old enough to drive. There is no Santa. Beth, obviously, she's... The illusion's still very fun for her. That's right. So I'm, I'm not, we're not going to tell her. Why are you so upset about this? I don't want her living the same lie I lived for the last... Let's see, I found out when we were 10. So the 10, no, okay. 10 was late. Okay, okay, I'm 17 now. Okay, first 10 years of my life, I thought Santa was real. And you were complicit in that lie. It's a lie that everyone tells. It's just a Exactly. So what? Let her enjoy Christmas. You think I enjoyed Christmas knowing that some fat bearded man was sliding down the chimney. I would, I much would have rather had known that it was you and mom placing the gifts on the tree. <sighs> so you didn't like Santa? I hated Santa. <laughs> An intruder in our happy home. Why can't you just tell her the truth? Why can't you just believe that... Hey, um, do you think that there's anything fishy about I don't know, a man coming through our chimney and Delivering all the toys. I feel like there's something weird about it, but Dad won't tell me. Of course he wouldn't that lie, peddler. What? Huh? Um, drink your milk, Beth. <laughs> no, I, I want to know. I'm, I look up to you in every way. I, if you know something, I, I'd much rather know. Listen, I'm going to come clean. What? I'm going to give you the truthful start to life that I never had. We cut to uh, uh, the the par- same parking lot. <laughs> what on earth? You are s- seven years old, Beth. How did you even get out here in this parking lot so late? I you- borrowed 
Casey Thompson skateboard and I came here three hours ago. It took me three hours to get here, Dad. That's insane. You are, you know what, you are grounded. You can't do that. You're a monster. I'm not a monster. You're a monster. Why are you so mad? Because I had this illusion that a big, hairy, fat man was coming to me at night and dropping off toys for me. And I'd much rather have my father get me the toys and know that he loves me. I love you very much. It's just a, why is everyone afraid of Santa? Am I telling that story the wrong way? It's he's it's a jolly a man. man. He's got deer up there. So there's wild beasts on our roof. I haven't slept since November. Well, I didn't know it was racking your brain so badly. I didn't know that this was on your mind. Oh my god, it's just a it's just a fun story. It's a tradition more than anything. It's a story we tell our kids so that they're good for a few months leading up to Christmas. And I did not mean to, to to get in your head about it. Hey, I just feel like it'd be nice to have a dad every once in a while instead of always saying Santa will take care of it. We cut to his marital uh, bed. I need, I need to go to bed. Yeah. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Why? Do you have to get up early and dress? Like a jolly fat man? Something you want to tell me? <laughs> what? You know what? Go Who's for been the... putting presents under the tree? Is it you? Or is it the man I know as Saint Nick? <laughs> it's obviously me. <gasps> How are you surprised by this? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I just write Santa on your gifts as a goof. Who is the man that I've been sending the children to at the mall? That's that's just a, a guy being paid to... Yuck! <laughs> we cut to a marriage counselor's office. Well, I, so I, see, I can't I believe see. this is number one. She cheated on me last year. Okay, and before we get into this session... He made up a human. <laughs> okay, I just want to say that I deal with a, a large... Or a demigod. I don't know what Santa is now. I deal with a, lo- a lot of different things in this okay. counselor's office, and I just want to know the particulars. You said she cheated on you? Yeah, she cheated on me last year. Was it a physical altercation, or just a simple affair? Yeah, I think it was physical. Was it, it an altercation? Was it an like incident? a fight? Excuse me? Like a fight? What are you asking? A physical altercation? Do you think sexual relations should be a fight? No. <sighs> Don't try to go there. (laughs) You are reading all of this wrong. I think we need a new... I know. She fucked another man. Physically? Yeah. How would you describe it? How would I describe it? I'm so sorry about your (laughs) therapist. I I really want to get to the root of what's been bothering you. Would you say that your last therapist was physically wasting your time? Yeah. Well, metaphorically, it was a waste. It was all a waste. So it was physically a waste of your time. That doesn't make sense. Okay. I just. Because I was physically there for too long. (laughs) What are you scribbling now? Cut back. (sighs) So I understand that you saw my ex wife in between sessions with me? Yes. How would you describe her? Would you say she's physically well, maybe physically missing me? I don't know. 
I didn't even know that was your ex-wife. I never would have gone to a real person. Anyways, let's get into like? what's troubling you this this session. Oh, um, my husband just concocted the idea of a person who visits our house and brings us presents. Mm, sounds a lot like the real person I know of as Santa Claus. What are you talking? What? What are you? Are you? Who told you that? Is it true? Santa Claus isn't? Have you been pretending to be Santa Claus this whole time? Not for you, no. (laughs) You're my You've been pretending to be Santa Claus? No, I How many people have you been being Santa with? How many people have you physically (laughs) altercated with? Jesus, you guys! From the office next door. What did I hear? Santa Claus isn't real. That's right. It's been my husband the whole time. What? That's no, why we you're got getting divorced. it wrong. Get out of my office. We decided after the divorce that you should change offices to a different complex. I know, but it's just very convenient. Sorry. Yes, I practice right next door to my ex-wife. <laughs> I'm the weirdo. <laughs> You've been sneaking to my house every December. No, I haven't. Then who was who, it? How could I afford it? I'm a Galdard crossing guard. I can't, I can't afford to get... <laughs> you need to come over to my house, and you need to admit that you lied in front of my children. <laughs> Fine. Jesus. Wait, so you lied? Does no. that mean that... You never met me before, so how could I have... Does that mean that... Green doesn't mean go? No, green means go. Please stay with that. Well, it depends on the situation. When would it be stop? Well, I mean, green could indicate a bunch of things. You just want my kids to go whenever they see grass because it's green? Did you let go of my shirt collar? You listen to me. (laughs) You listen to me right now. You tell me if it wasn't you who kept coming into my house. It was probably your wife. Did your kids get presents from Santa, by the way? I never got the presents. <laughs> You've never gotten a single present? No, they've gotten presents. It just hasn't been for me. It's been from Santa. Yeah. Okay, then I'd call the cops. Wife, <laughs> you're saying, what, what was that? I said, then call the cops. Or is your, is your wife still around? She didn't like die or anything. Are you, saying, are you saying my wife lied to me and my kids and went behind my back and got them presents? I think so. That would explain a lot. No, that wasn't an upside-down white wig. That was a beard. <laughs> well, My wife lied about fake hair. She had sure. in the closet. Sure. All right. I don't know why I'm here. Uh, You're here. Well, no, it, it wasn't you. It was her. All the milk and cookies I put out. One bite out of each one. Such a waste. Sorry, kids. It's time to go to bed now. I have one more question. Mm-hmm. Do we have to hold hands when we cross the street, or is that a lie, too? No, please do. You should. That's safe. No, I won't do anything you've ever told me anymore, because you're just a big, fat liar. Hey. I'm just going to walk when it says, don't walk. <laughs> Ouch. Take that. Ouch. All right, guys. Well... Uh, I'm going to move to another state, and I'll see you all later. Yeah, do whatever you want. Just get out of my house. And by the way, I did ask you to take your shoes off, and you didn't. (laughs) Yeah, well, 
<laughs> he scurries up the chimney. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that, Beth. You're welcome. <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah. I won't tag, or I'll block it on Facebook. If I post it. <laughs> just for my parents. Sure. Yeah. You'll block it, or you want us to block it? No, no, no. I'll just I'll make sure that they can't see it. Got it. Got it. Got, got it. it. Um, that's you're not the first guest <laughs> to have very specific requests in that regard. <laughs> um, cool, Johnny. What you got, buddy? Okay. Uh, so when I was thinking about uh, meaty stories, uh, one, I, wa- I didn't want to pick something that would uh, make me feel like very scared to say it. <laughs> uh, but two... Well, now I want to know what that is. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I always like stories, uh, like when people tell stories of stories of like personal shame or like regret or something that they like, something stupid that they feel like really like shameful about. Uh, and the one that came to mind uh, to me was uh, back in 2003 uh, when I was in college at the University of Arizona, Bear Down Long Cans. Uh, <laughs> I decided that uh, leading up to my 21st birthday, I wanted a summer job. Uh, and I got a job uh, working the graveyard shift at the Circle K across from the football and basketball stadium there. Uh, and uh, it was it was a pretty sweet gig because it was like empty like Monday through Thursday and Sundays but like Friday and Saturday get packed with like people trying to beat the beer rush at like uh, I think it was 1 a.m. was a cutoff time back then. What kind of store is it? Sorry. Uh, it's a Circle K. It's a, a, I, I guess it's regional to like the Southwest or whatever, but oh. it's it's like an AM, PM or a 7-Eleven. Got it, got it. Uh, you know, gas and convenience sure. store. Uh, so, uh, I, I and there were cool people that worked there. Like there was this uh, hippie guy named Dave, and he was like a, like a 45, 50-year-old hippie, like long, greasy, like gray hair. And he used to always work the shift right before the graveyard shift. And whenever he would, uh, like, clock out, and as he was about to leave, he would quote Bill and Ted's. Uh, and he'd be like, there's a quote that goes, like, strange things are afoot at the Circle K, like, when the phone booth first arrived. <laughs> and we'd always quote it all the way off, but it was, like, hippie, like, strange things are afoot at the Circle K, man. Have a good shift. Uh, <laughs> That's was, why he got that job. <laughs> yeah. It was always, like, I don't know, kind of ominous. Like, I was always, because it, it was really dark around that yeah. uh, part. Um, and it was a cool gig. I really only had to like, uh, like replace the hot dogs and, uh, it was, I was alone most of the night. Sometimes I would like, uh, take the radio and put like the, the microphone that went to the like exterior speakers, like where the gas pumps were. I would just play whatever was on like the rock station. And every now and then I would get someone to come by and like fill up gas and they'd like look in and be like cool like a thumbs up like it's cool that you're doing that i felt good about that uh <laughs> but one particular time uh uh my uh, the other uh, the other person that was like taking over right at the end of their shift beginning of mine was stocking stuff in the coolers in the back and uh a couple of, of guys came in and i recognized them because they were uh nba players at that time jason terry oh, and wow. then andre Iguodala. Uh, jason terry is now a buck yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh my god, because I realized during the summer, during the off season, they can go back to University of Arizona where they went to college and get like, you know, use the 
the the lathe. equipment and the oh. the cord. What and, like, did you say? I was to say lathe. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm the sure. Things of their college. Yeah. Yeah, that's the the first thing. <laughs> yeah, when you think the off season, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna get laid. Uh, no, but they were like <laughs> like working out and staying in shape at the. Uh, the McHale Center, which is the the basketball team, because it's like state of the art stuff. So it's like why pay extra when I could just go back to college and use their stuff. Is it? Did they both go to? They're both Wildcats. Yeah, I didn't know that. Cool. Uh, so they come in uh, and they go towards the back and they go to the Gatorade, uh, and they each grab uh, uh, a couple of Gatorades and come back to the front and they're like walking by uh, the desk, uh, and they go, "Hey man, these cool." Uh, and I went, I, I realized after the fact that they were saying, we is it cool if we just have these? Because afterwards I found out that the guy who used to work at Graveyard Shift or whenever the last time they came in was like, you guys are basketball players. It's cool if you take a couple of Gatorades. I'll just write it down as like lost or stolen or like whatever. Uh, but I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, so when they, when they walk by and they're saying like, is it cool if we have these for free? They said, Hey, are these cool? And I replied with double thumbs up. Yep. Ice cold. (laughs) (laughs) And then they walked out the door and I was frozen there confused as to what happened. Uh, and then when they were too, probably. Well, yeah, I was like, what's with that for (laughs) And so... After I found out, like, what they meant and what I actually did in the moment, I felt so much, like, oh, that's the whitest thing you could say to, like, two cool basketball players. And it's, like, it's it's stuck in my head since then, I guess it's, what, 13 years later, as just, like, I've never felt, like, you know that that feeling you get when it's just, like, like the biggest douche chills, like you're just like, oh, I'm stuck in this moment forever. Yeah. And my heart feels oh, like it's like crunching in on itself. And it was just like, I don't think, like, I didn't think I'd ever meet anyone cooler than them. And I literally made a buffoon of myself. <laughs> because I misinterpreted, like, their word for cool. As in, like, cool, like, it's all right. As mm-hmm. opposed to cool as in the temperature. I'm surprised. I thought you were going to say that you ran after them to make them pay. I thought like, about it. I thought about going out to be like, oh, wait, what? And then I realized that would be worse. You're right. No, I mean, yeah, you saved yourself a little dignity with that. Yeah. Spend uh, an hour of your wage at that time to get them, get those guys <laughs> yeah. some ga- Gatorade. Uh, I think it was like six fifty an hour. No, it was a little bit more. It was like seven eighty an hour. Well, was I was awful. making... Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, doubling the fact that I had to relay it to, uh, like, the manager when he came in for the morning shift, because uh, he, like, he's like, anything happened? And I was like, mm, I guess I should tell him. And I told him, and then he laughed at me. Oh he laughed God. at me, because it's like, that was stupid. Like, he <laughs> told me I was stupid. Oh. Uh, isn't it weird how rich people get stuff? It's insane. I Yeah. I like, saw it all the time working at the W. It was like they would just not pay for anything, and we would encourage that. It's like, like what the we, most or strangest thing you saw at the W working there. Um, well, we do this thing, on, or did, I don't work anymore, but we did this thing on Sunday, which is like a jazz night, and it was like a lot of celebrities would come and with music and everything, and so to hype up the night, the, the, my manager would just like reach out to any celebrity contacts and be like, it's all free, bottle, everything taken care of. And so 
I found the celebrities were usually really nice, but it was like the hanger on that were the worst and would expect the free shit. Like the entourage. Yeah, and and the celebrity that like doesn't even think about tipping. Like it's not even like he never or she never has to sign for anything. Like it's always someone else handling their shit. And so like there were times where people were like, Thank you so much, so sweet. Like David Beckham was like so sweet to me and like just was like it, just ice a lot cold. Of times <laughs> yeah. Ice cold. Where people <laughs> were like, like that. ice cold. <laughs> so like gracious, <laughs> but then they just wouldn't. They just would walk out without paying because they like, well, someone else didn't care of it. Best celebrity. Worst so you celebrity. didn't get. So you you would get no tips from them. Yeah, absolutely. No. Whoever's but supposed it, to take care of it. Well, yeah. I mean, those people are the worst. But I guess it made like the place seem cooler. So people. <laughs> Boy, best, best celebrity that you like had an interaction with, and worst celebrity you had an interaction with. Just the names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, David Beckham was actually the best because he invited me up to get champagne in a very platonic way. Uh-huh. It was very platonic. <laughs> um, yeah, just come up for some champagne at, place at a, a bar, not yeah. like <laughs> um, And Posh Spice was there. Was yeah, still no, together. She wasn't. Um, the uh, worst. Uh, was I, I gotta say Dennis Rodman made it real weird just because he went on stage and like had a meltdown. Like he took the mic and like started singing like a, a little ditty. And at first people were like, that's, oh, ha, 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 Dennis. And then it like went on and on and everyone was uncomfortable and like didn't want to be like pull him off stage because he's a huge dude. <laughs> like we can't physically the worm have him do anything. It was just very awkward. And also Andy Dick, but that's everyone. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. He got kicked out a couple times. Of the W? Yeah. For whispering in the busboy's ears. Oh. <laughs> Too intimately. God. So long story short, that's the lowest stakes thing that made me feel the most amount of shame. <laughs> oh. Uh, was that like a dangerous job at all? Uh, you would think it would be, but really not. Uh, the, like the most dangerous it ever got was like uh, someone came in one time and like grabbed two thirty packs of beer uh, and was like, you know, going up to the register, like, we're going to pay. And then the buddy held open the door and they bolted and got in the car. And then the guy wow. that was holding the door came up to me, like, at the, at the, uh, register and was, like, threatening me. But he didn't have a weapon or anything. He was just shouting at me, like, you better not fucking, like, call the cops on me, blah, 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 and then left. That's the most, like, quote unquote dangerous it got, but it wasn't dangerous at all. And they train people that work in stores like that. You are not allowed to leave the doors. Like you're not allowed to go past the doors. Even if it's like oh. like money, like stolen yeah. items, whatever, just let it go and then like the company will eat it up because the potential for someone like getting like assaulted or shot or stabbed in the parking lot running after a couple cases of beer is way worse for the company than just letting two cases of beer. Right. Go. Yeah. Did those people have any sort of, like, head thing on so that you couldn't see who it was? Because, like, there are security cameras. Like, that's a pretty yeah. ballsy, just like, we're going to steal this. Uh, yeah, no. No, no they just fall. came in. Yeah. They were just, I mean, there were probably a couple of kids. Right. You know, 17 to 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a dangerous place to work. Yeah, wasn't really. <laughs> Did you get the job? Was it like, you were like, that seems like a job I would not mind. Or... You were just, like, driving by, and it was, like, we're hiring. Uh, It was uh, a combination of, one, I wanted, like, uh, some more money in my pocket just for, like, you know, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And also, it was, like, I once, like, it it said, like, oh, we have an opening, uh, help wanted, and it was, like, graveyard shift. And I was, like, I could try it out and see how it goes, and it ended up, like, vibing pretty well with my schedule at the time. Uh, 
yeah and then i was like i'll try it out and if i don't like it like or whatever i can always quit and i was like no it went pretty well yeah okay uh well i gotta tell you rick um your resume is very impressive thank you here at lehman mm. and johnson uh we really would love to have a lawyer like you on board. Um, but I gotta tell you, your your answer to why you'd like to be a part of this company, it threw me. Um, you want, I'm, I think I'm quoting you here, you want more money to buy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I would like more money for t to buy stuff. I, I like to buy things. Well, and I've, okay. You know, you gave me the, the, yeah, in the cover letter. Right. I usually like to just be right up front and just say what I'm there for. And I'm here because I would like to get more stuff. Lawyering is fine. Lawyering but, uh, is fine? Yeah, but I, I'm i mostly focused on getting as much money as I can get because then I can, in turn, purchase more stuff. Well, I, I, I got to tell you, Rick, you're, you're very candid with what you want. Mm -hmm. Uh but I have to tell you, what I want is a hire that's going to be dedicated mm -hmm. and hardworking and care about the company and stuff. I do care about stuff. <laughs> I think. You said care I about think, the company I honestly, and stuff. I, I think I care stuff a lot about. Yeah. Is a little bit more important than your stuff. I'm gonna say it. I think it is. <clears throat> okay. Well, this isn't the first time this has happened, and I I know it. I'll set your mind at ease here. In order for me to get more stuff. Right. I have to do good lawyering for the company. So uh, I will do good lawyering. In turn, you'll make more money, and then we'll get more stuff. Hey, by the way, yes. nice desk. Is this mahogany? It is. Thank you. Some good stuff. Look, I, I think you don't understand. 500. Be excuse me? 500 for the desk. You want to buy the desk? Sure. Well, you haven't got the job yet, mister. But so I got I, 500. So... This isn't a yard sale, sir. I have a lot of bossing to do. Okay. okay? Uh, we, we, cut, <laughs> we cut to a courtroom. Uh, Your Honor, uh, <clears throat> can the prosecution and defense approach the bench? Yes. Approach the bench. Your Honor, Your Honor, it is obvious that the defense is only doing this to get more stuff. They do not care about their client at all. Okay. <clears throat> defense rests. I, uh, I don't... Is this true? I'm... Defending this case, I think I'm doing a pretty good job of it. Yes. Um, I care for my record, and I'm hoping that I get this client off. Okay. But I don't care about him as a person, or even about murder. Okay. If it was up to me, murder wouldn't even be illegal. Uh, hey man, uh, what the fuck? Okay, you're supposed to get me off. I was revenging and stuff. Got my wife back for cheating on me. I fucking killed her, but you're supposed to be in charge of it. Dude, you can't say you can't say stuff like that. What? I That's can't. making my job lawyering a lot harder when you're be clienting like I that. I, I'm being candid. Okay? I, I thought that's what we valued. Okay? I was revenging and stuff. <clears> and that's what happened. And I was just, I'm being the best murderer I can Stop be. Stop fucking like a murderer. You're gonna affect my job performance and I will get no new iPad this Christmas. He's pantomiming all that. <laughs> hey man, do you think it's easy for me? I have a rep to uphold, okay? 
um, people aren't going to respect me and fear me if you don't do your job. She's pointing at herself and then drawing her hand across her neck. <laughs> okay, well, I'd love to help you, but you just admitted guilt in a court of law. And also, I'd like a seatoo. He's pretending to ride the seatoo. <laughs> I'm sorry, Your Honor. Can I speak up? I'm the stenographer. I can't understand the word they're saying. <laughs> They'll speak it through their teeth and doing a pantomime. I could take a guess, but my job is to write down what they say. Can I you think. read back what you have? Okay, I'll read. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Motions like a small motorcycle or seated. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to need you to speak up for the stenographer. I think uh, this trial has gone on long enough. We'd all like to get paid and get some stuff. Okay, honey, you can open your eyes. Okay. Open it. Look, two basketball players to come into our house uh -huh. and do what they like. These what? <laughs> I I don't understand why. Why did you bring two basketball players into our home? You guys two. got DirecTV? Yes, we do. All right. Uh, I do have uh, hamburger buns. <laughs> yes, we have some hamburger buns. Great. I brought hamburger and I forgot buns. Oh, um, my God. Hamburger you brought hamburger? You didn't need to do Honey, that. can I talk to you over here for a second? Yeah, okay. What the hell? They're professional NBA players. It, okay. And they want to take stuff from us. And use us? That's how they phrase it. They said, I want to take stuff from you, and you invited them into our home? Yeah. Well, they said, like, is it cool if we come over and make ourselves at home? And what did you say? I said, ice cold, baby. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I don't understand. You know how cool it's going to be? We're going to raise up, we're going to rise up the ranks of this neighborhood when people see basketball players coming and going from our house Taking things from our house. Well, you know I do want to beat the Kabarks. Hey, this couch is bouncy. Check it out. <laughs> oh, yes, a very bounce couch. <laughs> cool, they're bouncing on our couch. Now for feet. Bounce with feet. <laughs> ah, yes. Yeah, cool. Nice. Very well. Oh, I break a spring. That's okay. So if we just give these two basketball players anything they ask for, then we are going to up our cool factor. Is that what yeah. you Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, Charlie, your name is Charlie? Yeah. Okay. Unless uh, you want it. Excuse me? Unless you want my name. I'll be yeah, Charlie. I, I, no, I want to change your name, though. Okay. Oh, you want the name? I'll take Charlie. All right. You can, oh, you can have you Charlie. Charlie. And, and uh, I am... Piggy. <laughs> I'm what? You're, I want to call you Piggy. Like okay. a... Like a... Oink. I, is my English bad? No. Like a big... No, we got it. Okay. Okay. It's fine, honey. Okay, Piggy. They can call me... Hey, Piggy. Okay. Uh, I look in your uh, refrigerator freezer and I found popsicles. Uh, can I have? Honey, I don't understand why we can't just have a normal neighborhood rivalry. Like, can't we just do who puts up the best Christmas lights is the cool family? We don't need to bring in strangers. Because I don't know how to put up Christmas lights. I don't lights. even know what to call you anymore. Is your name still Charlie? His name is Piggy. You, we are yes? oh. You call me Piggy. Well, so you are not Charlie. <laughs> yes, I so am. So rude of me. My name is uh, Christoph Porzingis, uh, New York Knicks. <laughs> Oh. Carmelo Anthony, New York Knicks. Are you Carmelo or Charlie? Charlie, Charlie Anthony. He's Damn. good. I like Carmelo, but Charlie is he? I've always wanted to. Remember, I was really like Charlie. Remember how jealous you were that 
the Canucks got what was the our neighbors? Uh, what uh, the the Kabarks? Kabarks. Uh, they got an above ground pool. Yeah. Well, anybody very can nice. Good for summer. Yeah. Impressive. I love uh, that pool. Check out yeah. the... Anybody can buy an above ground pool. Nobody can get a couple of basketball players to come into their house and change their name and eat their popsicles. Okay, Piggy. Uh, uh, answer question. Can I have? Yes. Okay, I will take your whole refrigerator freezer. Well, there's one thing yeah. you didn't think about, okay? Yeah. This doesn't... Yeah. These two players don't add any property value, okay? That pool, that above-ground, beautiful pool, Yeah. that's a selling point, okay? That's what makes a neighborhood house cool. People like to know that cool people are in their houses. When we sell this house, we can say, we had a couple of professional basketball players How are we going to prove it? Uh... Uh, we'll hey, mark look, their axe. height on the wall, huh? Yeah. I found an axe. Let's see what this thing can do. Yeah, swing the axe. <laughs> <laughs> it's, My credenza! <laughs> oh, come on. I busted the shit out of that credenza. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Now we have a credenza that was busted by uh, Charlie Ma- uh, Anthony. Anthony. What, see, what? Gonna sign the busted credenza? Honey. <laughs> Uh, we we cut to the elementary school. Uh, Mr. Mr. Porter. Yes. Do I have to? Mr. Przingis, he's he's heavy and he's sitting in my lap. Can I? Can you get him his own desk? No, he gets to sit where he likes. He plays professional sports. And what did I say today? My name is Piggy. Piggy. <laughs> Mr. Piggy or just Piggy? Uh, you'll have to ask. Uh, he's just Piggy. Okay. Also, your knees are bony, little child. <laughs> Squashing uh, that kid, bro. <laughs> okay, what would you guys? What would my two basketball players like to learn about today? Mm, I want to learn about space. Yes, <laughs> space is good, and also <laughs> uh, simple to rudimentary shapes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, teach us um, some shapes. Space and shapes. <laughs> okay. Uh, all squares are rectangles, but oh. not all rectangles are we squares. Know. <laughs> we know, Mr. Porter. <laughs> hey, quiet. We're fascinated by this. Now, quiet. No, give me something for space. Excuse me, I'm, yeah. I'm a professional women's basketball player, and you have given me barely anything I've asked for. Oh, no, I'm a terrible man. <laughs> please. Uh... Can, I, can I please just have this soda? I'm really thirsty. I... I see that you have a whole bunch of service. Can I just have a soda? Oh, God. I really want to give it to you, but I don't know. I'm a, I'm a professional basketball player. I know, and I hate this. Do, but, you, uh, not, do, you, not, <laughs> do you not know Diana Turassi? Professional basketball player? Diana Turassi. Yes. She's the best basketball player in the world. I don't understand. Here it, you go. Thank you. drank half of it. Uh, oh, piggy. <laughs> He drank 70% of it. <laughs> I took <laughs> percentages. <laughs> oh, good math, Charlie. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, we learned that yesterday. You can I have something I made you like. 70% of what <laughs> professional male basketball players make. Oh. Yeah, that, that number doesn't apply to me, buddy. I would have gotten you soda earlier, but I didn't want to be, you know, white knight. <laughs> oh, damn it. All I want is someone to tell me about space. Oh, I can do that. Um, some say it's the final frontier. Cool. So, uh, we'll just take it again from the top. You're going to do this little commercial for Sprite. 
Um, and then at the end, just say something cool to each other. Uh, okay, sure. Just you can improvise the last part. The the thing we had was like, uh, yeah, we just said like, cool, bro. But you know, feel free to to play it however you like. All right? Okay. All right. Uh, great. And we're in the we're in the gym. The ball rolls to your feet. Hey, is it cool if I play? Yeah, man. You got a sprite for us? Hey, man. I got a sprite for everyone. Sprite with that refreshing lemon lime taste. It's the thirst quencher. Hey, man. Thanks for letting me play with you guys. Yeah. Anytime. Ice cold. Nuts for days. <laughs> okay. And we're going to call scene. Uh... Um, what was the last part there? I'm checking this right now. Uh, no, yeah, uh, it's not in there, I promise. Uh, ice cold and nuts for days, you said? Yeah. What is, so ice cold makes, sure, that's good for Sprite, I guess. Did it sound cool, though? No, it didn't. No. Nuts for days uh, <laughs> was a, what, what, I mean, like a, I wouldn't like a phrase, just something natural that people, young people say. Is that Nuts for days isn't something. Feels hip to me. Hey, you, you know it's what? It's a little sexual. <laughs> you know, through the audition process, and I'm, I assume the reason you hired both of us is that we're an improv duo. Uh, <laughs> yes, improv is a, very important to We do a lot of improvs together. Uh, I'm pretty sure we can come up with another alternate line if you like. All right, let's try it. Carly uh, Smithens, uh, Brandon Baster. Uh, I actually think that this might be a cool new way to turn Sprite into um, a gritty kind of Bali brand, you know. I think that kids might be really receptive to it, but that's just me. You like the nuts for Carly. days part, Carly? Brand ambassador. Oh, sorry. Did you like the nuts for days part? I particularly liked the nuts for days oh. part. Yes. It's, um, All right. I did not see that coming from the grittier, fresh, more like more in your face. More in your face. Okay, yeah, so more like nuts for days. Yes. Okay. Less brand is boss. Brand is the boss hey, here. I'm not here. Okay. <laughs> I'm not here. Do your thing. Uh, um, but keep it natural. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and we're back up. Tapes up. And action. Action basketball. Hey, is it cool if I play? Hey, you got a sprite for us? Yeah, man. I got a sprite for everyone. With its smooth, refreshing lemon-lime taste, Sprite is the thirst quencher. Dick in your mouth. <laughs> Nuts for me. <laughs> and scene. Uh, okay, okay. What was the first one? Dick in your mouth. Dick in your mouth. Okay, that's not going to make it past the censors, Carly. I'm sorry. That was um, a wonderful amount of grit. Oh, With the inflection at the okay. end of nuts for me, it left me hanging. Yeah, it's good like, improv. Is this a Changing four days to, to for me. Excuse me. <laughs> I said I was just complimenting my improv's buddy. The talent doesn't really. Okay, so you liked that take, Carly? I, you know what? I liked it. I thought I wanted it a little bit more dirty. Just a oh. little more right. balls in the mud. I'm... <laughs> Carly? Uh, yeah. uh I encourage you to pay attention to the performance aspect, because sure. as both actors were performing, they each started walking right at the camera. Oh, <laughs> so... Did you guys need to have a private combo? Cause we can yeah, just... usually that's how okay, that goes. Okay, we can... We're just going to play Zip Zap Zap to stay warm in the <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Uh, fucking zip. improvisers. Okay, I think zap. it's great. Zip. I think zap. Zap. if they zip. can just zip. walk towards camera, uh, okay, it's unexpected. Okay. It's zip. weird. Zap. Zap. Okay, zip. if you think zip. so. Uh, you do. S- you were up pretty Flat. late last night, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, we'll do. We'll do. We'll do yeah. it. Um, but again, I, honestly, I can keep going forever because I uh, uh, a lot of cooking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so make sure. Edit welcome to LA. <laughs> All right, guys, zip, we're ready. Uh, okay, so did you guys screw up zip zap zap a couple times? Uh, there's no screw ups in improv. <laughs> there sure is. Uh, oh, and by the way, uh, yeah. Carly, uh, here's a, a little mini flyer for our skit show uh, later on this week. Your skit show? Yeah, it's more like an open mic that we try and take over every week. It's super funny and hilarious. Everyone loves us. Oh my God, I'm so Thank you. Okay, great. All right, guys. I would say we're going to worry about union hours, but is no one on this production has to be worried about that. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, great. Well, we're going to take it again. I guess, you know, we want it grittier. Grittier. Um, beat controversial, but also maybe just hit the lines. Let's hit the lines and uh, make this one usable. I'm going to use the word usable. Okay. All right. Uh, and action, action basketball. Hey, is it cool if I play? Hey, you got a sprite for us? Yeah, I got a sprite for everyone. With its cool, refreshing, lemon-lime taste. Carly's now topless in the background. <laughs> sprite is the thirst quencher. John Benet Ramsey deserved it. <coughs> muddy, muddy, I'm so muddy. Look at me, I'm all muddy. Let me see that black tape. <laughs> okay. All right, man, you good to take over the graveyard shift? I'm all done with my night shift. Yeah, dude, I'm done. All right, hey, before I take off, remember... Strange things are afoot at the Circle K, bro. Why do you always say that to me? <laughs> it's the only movie quote I know. <laughs> well, you get off work every night at like 8. Why don't you go watch a movie? I can't. We got a dang red box in this. No, you, you don't understand. When I was watching Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in theaters, both my mom... And my dad were murdered in front of me. Jesus, what? And you still quote that movie? I have to. It's the closest I'll ever get to be back with them. But now every time I see a movie or think I'm about to see a movie or even walk by a regal cinema, I just, I get these panic attacks and... Okay. It's okay. a good movie quote, right? It's pretty everyone, good. It's good. Yeah, we'll put every, it up. Everyone yeah. remembers it, right? I mean, you do say it every day. Right. You do say it every day. Right. Not... You say it every day. You're with me, Mom and Dad. Every day. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that happened to you, Derek. Um, so it's fine. We are, I like that quote. All right. Cool, man. All right. Cool, man. Hi, guys. Um, I'm going to head out for the night. See ya. Um, Never let go, Jack. Never let go. Party on, dudes! Who the fuck is Jack? What? What? Oh. Is it? I'm sorry, that's... It's... It's a line from... Oh. It's a line from Titanic. Okay, yep, that makes sense. And it's the last time I ever saw my grandma with a head. Oh my god. She was decapitated in, right in front of me in the movie theater. It was 
awful. And it's uh, movies. The only thing I associate with having a grandmother. Oh, it sounds like what Genghis Khan did to that mannequin in Auschwitz. We all know that reference. It's been so long. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Was it Bogus Journey or Excellent Adventure? (gasps) What's Bogus Journey? It's a Bill and Ted music. What? It's a Bill and Ted movie. They made a sequel? (laughs) Yeah, they made a bunch of them. Oh, you think my mom and dad can come back? No, I don't. Gosh, I am so sorry. I've never heard of people gripping, holding on tightly to movie quotes. Just clocking in, guys. Good to see you. Reggie! Hey, Hey, Reggie! It is you, Peter. Stop touching my cheeks. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Why do you do this to me every day? I'm not Peter. What part it's... of Titanic is that from? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not from Titanic. Well, it's not from Bill and Dead's. I know that movie. No. It's from Peter Pan. Back. It's Peter Hook or Peter Pan. God, <sighs> would you take a Claritin? We sell them right back here. Never. <laughs> I'm not allergic to hey. You can't just announce something and that would be true, man. You are having a hard time. I don't know what happened to me. Yeah, yeah, I do. You're allergic to ragweed and all the stuff that's outside. I'm not allergic to ragweed. Don't don't come in with your it's windows not, down. What's going on? It's not from those movies. It's from when the leader of our voice group left and then he came back older (laughs) (laughs) okay his name was Peter and he had left for a while then he came back you're 24 what's the boys group the never never boys (laughs) (laughs) nope (laughs) (laughs) we cut the the never never land Reggie, you're back. <laughs> I'm back, guys. <laughs> We're all so excited to yeah. see you. Hey, Reg. The real world isn't what I thought it would be. What? Is there crazy pollen everywhere? <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, Who's I, the old guy? <laughs> Rufio! <laughs> <laughs> Who's this old? What? It's me, Reggie. It's Reggie. Don't you remember Reggie? Yeah, right. Reggie didn't. Reggie wasn't a sniffly bastard. <laughs> no, Reggie said when he was little, when he was one of the little lost boys, <laughs> he said he would go out into the real world and he would put his mark down, that he would leave a stamp for everyone to remember, and he'd remember all of us lost boys and tell everyone about the lost boys. You did, you've, been do, you've been doing that? What important work have you been doing? I got the name wrong. I've been telling everybody that we were the Never Never Boys. <laughs> the Never. You fool. That's the. Uh, hey. uh, what is uh, happening? Uh, Sorry, I'm not OCD. The Never Never Boys. Wait, are you going to tell me that Peter Pan, the man that magically flies around, are you trying to tell me that he's not real? He's not real. Well, then how? How, how you did you not a, know this? How do you stay a boy forever? You, you grow up and you get a job at Circle K. Come on, Tink. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. What's? 
What's Circle K? It's a uh, Midwestern convenience store, uh, like a 7-Eleven or a Come and Go, a loaf and jug. Okay, I think I heard 7-Eleven. <laughs> What's a Come and Go? And what is a loaf and jug? Say loaf and jug? Yeah. <laughs> They're like a Midwestern uh, convenience store. You say that once. <laughs> loaf and jug? That can't be right. Right, Tink? Am I getting that wrong? I don't think so. But you're going to need to come over to my house and explain to my kids that Peter Pan isn't real. Our kids. That's right. Whoa! <laughs> did you know that? Rufio, did you know that Reggie and Tinkerbell were together? I had no idea. Uh-uh. No. No, I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Because I thought <laughs> Tink and I had something, but... Oh, Excuse me? No, I... Look... I want to love you. I really do. I tell myself I want what? to love you. Oh! Hey! <laughs> That's cool. You just slapped her. And honestly, that made me so fly far. across the room of a very tiny, tiny fairy. <sighs> Three for you. Oh, wait, we, Did those bridge games mean nothing to you? Know, we cut to a marriage counselor's office in Never Neverland. <laughs> Now, I understand that, uh, Reggie and Tinkerbell, you've been going through some, uh, some problems together, and, uh... Yeah, well, I mean, one of them might be that he slapped me clear across <laughs> the forest. Okay, that's... The first thing I was going to ask was, have there been any physical interactions or physical altercations? Look at this wing! Look at this wing! It's bent! Hold on, let me get a magnifying glass. It's a bent wing! Was that you, Reggie? Yeah, it was me. It's a two-way street. She flies up inside of me (laughs) and spreads hay seed everywhere. I sneeze for days. I understand. So it's it's mutual. The uh, the physical altercation and going back and forth. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Before we before we really buckle down again in this, would either of you like a glass or thimble of milk? So I take a glass. You got a lot of milk there. <laughs> well, I love milk. With its smooth, refreshing taste, who could say no? Milk. Get your dick inside me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you so much for being on The Meat Improv. Thanks for having us. That was fun. Thank you both. Hope it was meaty. It was meaty indeed. So meaty. Let's go around the table and everyone can plug something. I'll start with you, Beth. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Beth Lepley. Um, or you can see me at the UCB Theater. I do Harold Night with my team Zuzu. Uh, as well as Copycat once a month on Thursday at 7. Oh, yeah. Uh, Johnny? Uh... Hey, it's Johnny Schwartzbine. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JJS Comedy. And you can see me uh, performing at the Upright Systems Brigade with the Herald team, Eight Babies, the House Sketch team, Bonafide, uh, the monthly shows, Fuckle Presents Q&A and Copycat, and also hosting the Cage Match every Wednesday at 11 p.m. at UCB Franklin. Dang, lots Dang. of stuff, Johnny. Oh, if you're going to plug them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, Instagram. <laughs> Did you plug Tuesday Night Thunder? Oh, I should plug uh, uh, and Tuesday Night Thunder every Tuesday at the clubhouse at 8 p.m. with a jam starting at 11.15. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to catch hell from Ronnie for that one. Yeah, I know. Uh, 
Uh, you can see me at uh, We're Gross with Killing Nassim, the third Thursday of the month at UCB Franklin, 9.30. And uh, I also perform with Copycat the Meow. second Wednesday of the month. Meow. Heck yeah. Thursday. 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 Uh, I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. I got a short film up there. Go ahead, check it out. It's pinned to the top. Um, great. If you like the meat improv, why don't you do it the old-fashioned way? Tell a friend about the show. Maybe if you're not in an improv, com- like uh, if you're not in LA, or if you, even if you are, if you have friends that are interested in that improv, tell them about the show. Uh, Josh, would it help to subscribe and review? It sure would. Oh. <laughs> it sure would. Thank you, Beth. Call back the plug. Call back plug. Yeah, and um, what else? We're on Facebook. You can email us. We have a little hotline for you to leave a meaty story for us. That's 424-371-MEAT. 424-371-MEAT. You can leave a little meaty story. We'll do something off it. That was my idea, so uh, if you make it popular, I get points. <laughs> All meat fake points. points. <laughs> uh, the at gmail.com for anything else, including tour, uh, if you want us to come visit you and teach something, or just if you want to give us feedback. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thanks to State Bird for our music. We'll see you next time on The Beat. Get that dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Improv. <laughs> This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.